0: You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now introducing your host, Mark Hoffheins. welcome to another monday edition of the kcac beat i am mark hoffines i am the assistant commissioner for sports information and communications for the conference this episode will focus on men's soccer looking at results from over the weekend and taking a look at matchups the first half of this week but before i get into that let's take a look at some news and notes from around the conference Okay. Looking at news and notes from around the conference, uh, some things that happened over the weekend and things to look for beginning of this week. Um, Just so you're paying attention on Monday and Tuesday here, we have our golf match play event down here at Mariah Hills golf course in Dodge city. So make sure you're watching our social media um, and our website, KCAC sports for results and news on that event. Um, looking at results from over the weekend, we had quite a few teams in action across cross-country. Um, I'll break it down by meet. Uh, first meet that we had o- over the weekend was the Gans Creek Classic down in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, that was on Friday. St. Mary taking both of their men's and women's squads there. Uh, for the men, they finished third as a team out of 14 teams. Uh, the top finisher from for the Spires was Liam Needig. Who finished eleventh? And just kind of a a note for you, cross country fans out there, Jonathan Bowen, uh, who I believe just graduated last year from St. Mary. uh, I noticed he took first on it running unattached. So, uh, just a former KCAC athlete there taking the individual title uh, running unattached in that event. As far as the women's side for the Spires, they finished first as a team uh, with Riley Hebert being the top finisher for the Spires on the day, taking third place individually. Next meet where we had KCAC teams competing was the chili pepper cross country festival down in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, And these, these last two meets I'll talk about, they both had a ton of races and about a two or three day stretch. Um, So some of our teams may be in competing in different divisions. I'll try to explain it as best as I can. Uh, but at the chili pepper cross country festival, they had 12 different races in two days that spanned from junior high races all the way up to college. So, uh, busy, busy day there. Um, teams competing. I'll, I'll break it down by, by teams and, uh, men's and women's results. McPherson had both their men and women there. The McPherson men competed in the men's Prairie Fire Pepper 8K uh, at this event, uh, finishing 17th out of 38 teams. And the top finisher for the Bulldog men was Alexander Holmes, finishing 42nd. Uh, For the Bulldog women, they competed in the women's 5K Open. Um, and all the KCAC teams at this event competed, at least on the women's side, competed in the same race. Men's side is a bit different, but all the women's teams competed in the same uh, race at this event. McPherson women finishing 22nd out of 34 teams, and their top finisher was Elise Morris, who finished 40th. Now looking at Southwestern, who also competed at this event, uh, they competed in a different men's 8K race. They competed in the McDonald McDonald Memorial race on Friday, um, and they finished 32nd out of 33 teams. Their top finisher, Ablel Cabrera um, finishing 118th for the mound builder women. Uh, they competed in the women's 5K open that McPherson and and also York did. Um, they finished 23rd out of 34 teams, and the top finisher them for them was Dejonia Wilson. Uh, she finished 41st individually. And finally York was the last team competing at this event for the KCAC. Uh, they on the men's side raced in the men's Prairie Fire Pepper 8K. So they joined McPherson um, in the same race there. Didn't have a team score. I believe I only caught one competitor from York competing, which was Anthony Hotson. He finished two hundred fifty-seventh. So it, Very crowded field there. Um, And then on the women's side for York, they competed in the Women's 5K Open, which McPherson and Southwestern also did. Uh, They finished 17th out of 34 teams, which was the top team finished for a KCAC team. And then their top individual finisher was Maria Giesemann, who finished 19th. And she was the top individual KCAC finisher um, on the women's side there. Next event where we had KCAC cross country teams in action was the live in Lou cross country classic in Louisville, Kentucky on Saturday. Um, kind of similar to the Arkansas meet. I just talked about where it's a bunch of different races in about a two or three day period, um, 17 different races ranging from junior high to college and in, in two days. So, uh, busy meet there and I'll kind of break it down by, by team, uh, and, by race uh just so it kind of makes sense because the men's teams i think for friends and Tabor competed in separate events so i want to make sure that's that's clear um for friends they competed in the what they call the blue race they had them kind of designated by different colors um so the men's 8k blue race uh they finished 37th out of 45 teams And the top finisher for the Friends men was Logan Horning, who finished 14th overall. Falcon Women competed in the uh, Women's 5K Blue Race, um, finishing 46th out of 47 teams. And Caroline Giles was their top finisher, finishing 82nd. Uh, For Tabor at this event, they competed in the Men's 8K Silver Race, so not the same one that Friends did. Um, Tabor finishing 17th out of 45 teams in that race. And their top finisher was Alan Katana, who finished 67th. For the Tabor women, they competed in the same race that Friends did, uh, the Women's 5K Blue Race. They finished 42nd out of 47 teams. And Daniel Allison was a top finisher for the Blue Jays there, finishing 110th. And we do not have any cross-country action the first half of the week. I know uh, I think McPherson is hosting over the weekend, but we'll, we'll talk about that more in our Thursday episode. And if there's any other events uh, going on over the weekend, we'll, we'll talk about that. But now we'll move on to tennis. And I think about every team besides Evangel was competing at the ITA Central Regional Tournament down in Mays. Uh, Kansas Wesleyan is hosting this. I think it was originally meant to be in Salina but their new tennis facility is not quite ready to be played on yet. So, um, they, they hosted down in Mays and looking at kind of the, the top finishers for the KCAC at this event, I'll break it down by division women's singles. Daniela Herrera of Bethel ended up winning the women's singles bracket. So congratulations to her, uh, men's singles bracket, the, kind of final finisher or the, the, the KCAC athlete who made it the farthest was Milan Buchek of Bethel. And he ended up making it to the semifinals of the men's singles bracket before he uh, was defeated. Looking at women's doubles. We had two KCAC teams make the semifinals before they were defeated. Uh, Kendra Maples and Grace Maxey of McPherson. And then Daniela Herrera and Fatima Nemi of Bethel, Uh, also made it to semifinals before they were defeated by another opponent. And then the final division, men's doubles, Michael Beltran and Martin Milos and McPherson won the men's doubles bracket at this event. So we congratulate them as well. And there's no tennis action in the first half of the week. I think there's a couple teams that are maybe have duels later on the week, but we will look at those in our Thursday episode. So that'll wrap it up for our, news and notes section of this podcast. This is the KCAC Scoreboard. Looking at results from over the weekend, Thursday, September 29th through Sunday, October 2nd. Uh, Didn't have any games on Thursday or Friday, but Saturday we had five different KCAC matchups. We'll take a look through those. First was Kansas Wesleyan at York. The Panthers winning this one 5-1. to one. Each team scoring a goal in the first period, and then Panthers scores four goals. The Panthers score four goals in the second period. Looking at the goal scorers on the day, uh, Nathan Lira kicks off the scoring for York in the first period in the 13th minute, puts them up 1-0. Kevin Benitez scores for Kansas Wesleyan tie it up in the 38th minute, and we would take that 1-1 score into halftime. But as I mentioned in the second period is all york uh sebastian's sanjueza scoring in the 48th minute johan rodriguez scoring the 53rd minute nathan lear getting a second goal of the day in the 55th minute and gabriel soltero scoring the 79th minute to get the 5-1 win for york looking for uh goalkeeper performances on the day for york mati haran uh In goal for them, had three saves on four shots on goal. And then Kansas Wesleyan had two different people playing goalkeeper on the day, each playing one period. Oswaldo Diaz-Lopez had three saves on four shots on goal. And then Ronald Gonzalez in the second half had four saves, eight shots on goal with four goals allowed there. Our next matchup was Southwestern at Friends. The Falcons winning this one, two to one. Both teams scoring uh, all their goals in the second period. It looks like Friends kicked off the goal scoring in the 47th minute on a Yushin Kitada goal, and then 84th minute Connor Inlau uh, scored to make it a one-one game. Almost look like it's going to end in a tie there, but late in the game, the 89th minute Sora Shibata scores to make it two to one and earn the win for the Falcons. Looking at goalkeeper performances on the day. Adrian Losa in goal for friends had five saves on six shots on goal. And then Joshua Ibel for Southwestern six saves, eight shots on goal uh, with two goals allowed there. Our next matchup was number 23 ranked Oklahoma Wesleyan taking on Bethany. This game ended two to zero. Uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan scoring both their goals in the first period. Stefan Svetanovic leading off a of scoring in the 6th minute. And then Mio Drag-Bankovic scoring in the 36th minute to make it 2 to nothing. And looking at performances in goal on the day, Ilya Kotich for Oakland Wesleyan had a pretty easy day, no shots on goal to deal with, so didn't have to make any saves there. And then Jake Goldstein for Bethany, seven shots on goal, he had five saves and allowed two goals there next matchup was McPherson at Bethel Bethel winning this one one to nothing actually scored fairly early in the game on a Jamie Gorodado goal uh, made a one to nothing early on and then neither team could, could really score after that so gorat Gorodado, excuse me gained the game winning goal early on in the match uh, looking at goalkeepers for both teams Gustavo Infante for Bethel two saves on two shots on goal. And then Colby Swift for McPherson, four saves on five shots on goal with the one goal allowed. Final matchup on Saturday was Sterling at St. Mary. This game ended in a 2-2 tie. Uh, both teams scoring all their goals in the first period. Sterling kicks it off with a Nico Galvez goal in the first minute uh, to make it one to nothing. Anthony Rangel scores for St. Mary to tie it up in the 30, 30th minute. Not long after, Sterling takes a 2-1 lead in the 33rd minute on a Jacobo Sanfonliu goal to make it 2-1. And then Paul Trejo responds for St. Mary in the 38th minute to make it 2-2, which would end up being the final score. Goalkeeping performances on the day. St. Mary, uh, Kome griu had four saves on six shots on goal with two goals allowed. And then Ferial, Cabale, Evila... For Sterling, six saves, eight shots on goal to deal with, uh, and allowed two goals there. We did have one Sunday matchup. That was Ottawa traveling to Kansas City to take on Avila. Ottawa winning here 4-1. to one. Uh, Ottawa scoring two goals in each period, and then Avila got their lone goal in the first period. Looking at how that kind of broke down by scoring, Avila actually gets their lone goal early in the match in the 11th minute. Uh, A.J. Rankin scoring there. And then after that, it was all Ottawa, Slavodon, Novecevic scoring three goals on the day, one in the 18th minute, one in the 34th minute, and one in the 83rd minute. And then Billy Rice Hanlon uh, joined him in the scoring on the day in the 59th minute uh, during the 4-1 victory for Ottawa. Looking at performances and goal on the day, Julie, Julio excuse me, Coronado, Ottawa, seven saves on eight shots on goal with one goal allowed. And then Naguib Nasser for Avila, four saves on eight shots on goal with four goals allowed there. That'll wrap up our our weekend recap. Now let's look ahead to matchups for the first half of this week. Looking at the first half of this week, Monday, October 3rd through Wednesday, October 5th, don't have any men's soccer games Monday or Tuesday, but Wednesday, we have a jam-packed KCAC schedule, six matchups, all involving KCAC teams, um, and they will all be on the KCAC network, so you can catch them there. Tabor travels to Sterling. That game will start at 3 p.m., and then the rest of them, I think, are all evening games. Bethany and McPherson kicks off at 7.30. St. Mary travels to Salina to take on Kansas Wesleyan. That game will also start at 7.30. York is traveling to Ottawa. That game kicks off at 7.30. 7.30 uh avila travels down to bartlesville to take on number 23 ranked oklahoma wesleyan uh, that game will begin at eight and then bethel versus southwestern that game is scheduled to kick off at eight thirty. well that'll do it for this episode we thank you all for listening make sure you subscribe wherever you do listen i think we're on amazon podcast apple podcast google podcast and spotify so if you're listening and haven't subscribed yet make sure you do that uh we have a A busy week for podcasts. You'll have one today, Monday through uh, Thursday. Today we have this episode plus a women's soccer recap episode, a volleyball recap episode, and a football recap episode coming out. On Tuesday, we will have our Player of the Week podcast coming out. Uh, Hans Nickel, our assistant commissioner, will break down the winners of those awards. On Wednesday, we're going to be putting out a, a special recap of our golf match play event down here in Mariah Hills in Dodge city. And then on Thursday, uh, we'll have our normal weekend preview episode along with uh, a recap of results from the first half of the week. So make sure you're watching this feed. We'll have a lot planned for you this week Uh, and until we see you next time. Have a great day. Listening to the KCAC beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.